Thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast from Visit Aurora from the rafters of the Stanley Marketplace. This is the show dedicated to telling the stories of Aurora, Colorado. Hi there, I'm Dave, the Senior Marketing Manager for Visit Aurora. There's an exciting new addition to Aurora. The Dental Bar is taking a modern, chic approach to dentistry. And today I'm excited to be joined by the owners of the Dental Bar, Dr. Ka Wen and Dr. Lynn Doan. Thank you guys for taking the time today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks, dude. Um, let's start at the beginning. At a, at a young age, you both knew that you had a passion for dentistry. How did you know that's what you wanted to do? So when I was in seventh grade, um, I knew I loved science and I wanted to enter some sort of the health field, medical or dental. Uh, I had a family church friend that I went and started shadowing there, decided, hey, I could do this. This is enjoyable. And so I uh, started at that age and just fell in love with it. And every single day of high school, I just, in the mornings, I would just go and visit and for an hour, just look at how dentistry was done. And that's how I got hooked into it. Did you have a similar draw, Dr. Doe? So similar to Dr. Wynn, um, it started at a young age, but um, it was from an experience with braces, actually. Mm -hmm. So before I had braces, I was like, a very unhappy child. Um, I just really didn't smile too much. And I had no idea how powerful braces would like have an impact on me. So after I got braces, I just noticed like my self-esteem was different. I could smile really big. I could laugh really big. And that's what drew me to break to um, dentistry because of the impact it has on people's lives. I imagine when you're talking to a client that's getting braces, you can tell them your experience and that probably eases any trepidation they have about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that personal experience is what made me really passionate. So as you're growing up, you're both kind of growing in your respective careers. How, how did you cross paths initially? So uh, it's a it's a funny story. Um, so I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and our church every summer would have this summer camp that would draw uh, people from around the states, around the, the region and, and the country eventually. Dr. Doan, um, her family decided to come one summer back in 2007, I believe. And we uh, met up and we found each other. And afterwards, uh, we stayed um, connected through AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, wow. Old school. Yes, AOL Instant <laughs> Messenger, MySpace, all of that uh, fun stuff. And uh, yeah, we just, we, we stayed friends this whole time and we only started dating probably in, 2000, in 2015, so about eight years ago. Um, but that, that laid the foundation of everything, just our friendship and our interest in dentistry together. So along with being colleagues, there's a personal chemistry. Dr. Doan, I need you to be honest, was it the, the acoustic guitar? <laughs> oh, it was the guitar and the voice. Yeah. <laughs> so Dr. Wynn was the worship leader at the camp, by the uh -huh. way. So I was like, Wow, he's really cool. <laughs> There's always a guy with an acoustic guitar and yeah. long hair, yeah. and the allure of that is incredible, right? Yep. So I, I take it your your specialty is spiritual music, or do you, do you dip into some of the pop music? Yeah, I, I like to do almost everything. Yeah. Um, so I used to just love doing worship music because that was my passion. Um, then I started venturing out and doing pop. Um, yeah, a lot of pop, just soft acoustics and just covers of anything, essentially. You guys are way too talented. I'm super <laughs> jealous right now. So oh. He still listens to like My Chemical Romance and okay. all that stuff. So if you're just like trying to gauge his musical interest. We listen to that type of music, too. Mm -hmm. He didn't bring the guitar today. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Um, so you're growing in your 
respective dentistry careers. How did you know it was time to start your own thing? Did, did coming out of the pandemic play into that at all? I, I would say we, we've been associates for different practices. Uh, for I've been associate for five years. Um, and Dr. Doan has been associate for a little over that three years as well. As we worked at our associate positions, we found like things that we wish we could implement ourselves. Mm -hmm. Little twists and spins that uh, shows off our personality. And so we decided, let's make a dental practice together and uh, do our own thing and show Aurora some of us. And um, yeah. So I would um, just like to add that I think um, Dr. Wynn and I both come from like a very entrepreneurial family. Um, I think the Vietnamese culture in general, like if you have ever traveled to Vietnam, there's a lot of like street vendors and people who create their own like businesses. And so growing up, I always knew I wanted to own my own business. Um, and then, you know, like Dr. Wynn said, once we got more experience, we just felt really comfortable and confident enough to do it our own way. And, and you're launching what might be the most innovative concept to come to modern dentistry. What was the spark of inspiration that led to the initial idea behind the dental bar? Um, okay, so I think the initial spark was, you know, once we decided we knew we wanted to open our own practice, we were like, how do we implement our own personality into this? And so we were just like sitting at a restaurant and, you know, talking about it and having drinks and just thinking, well, where do we feel the most comfortable? And we're big foodies people. Mm -hmm. We love to eat. We love to like go to speakeasies and just have like a really fun drink. And we were like, we feel most comfortable at a restaurant, just lounging, talking to our friends. And that's what led us to create the dental bar is just to create like a very comfortable environment for people to go to and for it to be a place that doesn't actually look like a dental office. Mm -hmm. and, and something else as well. Um, some of my patients will say, Dr. Wen, I, I, I love you and all, but I just don't like seeing you at the dentist. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't like this place. And uh, I mean, if I could see you at the bar, I'd love to see you there, but I just don't like the dental office itself. Expound on that a little bit, you know, along with the aesthetic appeal of, of a chic dental space, there's a psychological component too. People are freaked out by going to the dentist. I take it the concept is really meant to put the patients at ease. Absolutely. We know that there's a lot of people with dental anxiety. Um, it's real. And we just want people like from the very moment they step into the office to feel relaxed. Um, and then th throughout the whole experience, really, like, I know we've shown a lot of um, the aesthetics on our website and our Instagram, but there's so much more that we have um, put into our office and built in to make people feel comfortable. So one of those things is just like our personalized suites at the dental office. So I don't know if you want to expand on that. Yeah. And I, I, I think there's definitely a psychological factor when you just step foot into a dental office what you hear, what you see, what you smell. When you enter into a dental office, I mean, the first thing that a lot of people do this, um, sense is the smell. It smells like a dental office. Yes. And so we have, um, to combat that, we have certain aromatherapies or scents in the office, neutralizes that odor of a dental office. So you don't get hit by that mm -hmm. wall of, of dental smell. Um, something else is what you see. When you go into a typical dental office, you see these office chairs or like medical office office chairs with the wooden hand rests, arm rests. Um, and we don't have any of those. We have modern furnishings that feels like you're at a lounge, like an airport lounge yeah. or a restaurant. And then what Dr. Don was uh, talking about the dental suites, 
um, the sound when you're in the demo chair, that drilling sound, that that high pitched mm-hmm. drilling sound that goes through your ears. Nobody likes that. It's it's nails on a chalkboard. And so we have music playing all throughout the suites, and we also have um, Bose headphones that you can cover your ears with, and you won't hear a single thing. It'll be noise canceling, and you can have your favorite TV show playing at the same time. You've you've really thought of everything. Yes. You know, Visit Aurora is a as destination marketing organization uh, with an aim to entice visitors. It, it doesn't seem that a dental office particularly would be a visitor destination, but I, I get the sense that that's exactly what you're going for to make dentistry not only cool, but to make it almost an attraction. Is that a fair characterization? Absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Dr. Doan, you were born and raised here in Aurora. How has the city blossomed and what does it mean to you to start a business here? Yeah, so it's very interesting. When um, when we first were looking at locations for the dental office, we actually didn't realize that we would end up in Southlands. And it has such like a personal... Um, like history, because I grew up in that area and I was there before Southlands was even built because I went to high school down the street. I went to Cherokee Trail High School. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really cool and like personal to see all of that develop and then get to be a part of that too, especially since the city is growing so much that we know that like there's going to be a lot more people um, in that area in the future. And just being a part of that makes us really excited. And most of them have teeth that need to be <laughs> taken care of. Exactly. Um, the vibe of the space kind of fits with the Southlands area. It's contemporary, it's hip, it's modern. Um, so it was a conscious decision to launch in that part of town, or was that just the luck of the space that you found? I think part of it was this, this, the luck of the space. Um, yeah. We found that during the time we were searching for a space, it was very difficult to find a space. Uh, I feel like all of the uh, spaces were being leased up by other offices. Um, and so... Part of it was luck that we found a beautiful spot in Southlands, and uh, the other part is we love to be in Southlands because we were so we lived so close to it as well. There's something amazing about beginning a business with your significant other, your partner, your best friend. I, I also imagine that comes with its own set of challenges. There had to have been disagreements and, and certain decisions. H- how do you navigate those dynamics in those waters? Oh my goodness! So that's actually an interesting question because. We have not had a fight yet. Um, I think we're both really lucky because we're super compatible. Um, just as friends, you know, we were friends for so long mm-hmm. before we started dating. And then even through our marriage, we've, we've had a really good marriage. So we joke around saying that the dental office, like our doctor's office, <laughs> well, one, it could be called the honeymoon suite. Okay. <laughs> or it could be called the demilitarized zone. Yeah, I'll just draw a line through the same. <laughs> But no, honestly, like we haven't had um, a, a huge like setback or a huge um, argument yet. I think we just have learned how to communicate really well with each other since, you know, the AOL days. And it's really helped us build our partnership. It's also that you share a common vision, right? So when you're on the same page, that synchronicity is easy. Absolutely. So from the very beginning, um, we just laid out our vision, our mission, like we went through that whole process, even though like we knew it in our minds and like we've communicated with each other, we wrote it down on paper. We revisited it several times throughout the whole process. And I think you're right. I think that really has helped us a lot. Your your doctors, accomplished dentists, uh, starting a business is, in a, is a different skill set. But you've touched on this a little bit. Did you have that business acumen already or 
did you lean on friends and colleagues uh, and family to help you kind of navigate the territory of starting a business? Yeah, so we we actually have um, very good mentors when it comes to business. Um, Dr. Doan's father is uh, a businessman and he's in the hospitality business and he's always been coaching us to just, um, you know, taking care of people and in the ho- and he's in the hospitality business and how that um, overlaps to dentistry. And so we've learned from him. Um, also, the associate practice that I've been working at um, is a, it's called a DSO, it's a dental service organization, but it's run by a uh, friend that I had met even before dentistry. Um, and he's the CEO, uh, Ben Blakely, and he's been a great mentor to me, uh, just teaching me how to run a business, dentistry specifically. And um, he's always a helping hand. He says, call me anytime if you need anything at all. And he's a busy guy, so I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate him for all the mentorship in the world, it's still your baby and there are things that probably pop up. What has been surprising about the build out and getting it all together and, and getting started? What 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 has surprised you about the process of opening up the dental bar? I, I think the thing that surprised me the most, um, <clears throat> because before starting a dental startup, we have a lot of uh, people or colleagues that have told us things to be aware of, be careful of, because you're going to run into so many hiccups. It's been surprisingly smooth. Yeah, nice. We've had such a great team from uh, the the real estate broker to our dental coach to our architect to our general contractor to the landlord. Everyone's just been really great. And Dr. Delonis, my partner as well, um, we just surprisingly have had very few hiccups. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I think we've really leaned into our team um, and learned how to trust them. You know, there have been moments where I would be like stressed out and think of all the small details, like what's going to happen this day? Like, how are they going to communicate with each other when the equipment's being delivered and the floor's being put down and we'll email them and they're like, don't worry, we got this. We've planned it out. We're talking to each other. So I think we've learned like how to trust them um, with our baby. And I think because of that trust that we built with all of our our team um, members, it's really gone smoothly. My only thing is that I didn't realize how many light fixtures there are. <laughs> I swear we went to a light store and I almost had like a panic attack. Like there's just so many to choose from. Yeah. Um, so we're thankful for our interior designer team <laughs> for really helping with that because there were too many decisions to make. <laughs> uh, your marketing on social media has been very strong uh, leading up to the launch. That's a must when you're you're launching a contemporary concept. Uh, I take it growing up in the social media age made that easy for you. Is that is that right? So believe it or not, Dr. Wynn and I are not social media savvy at all. You couldn't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> um, we've learned um, a ton throughout the process. And I want to give a shout out to my sister, Lily. So my sister is a middle school teacher. So she's very familiar with all the Gen Z um, trends. And she's very active on like TikTok. So she's the one who is leading um, the way for us and has really helped us with our social media. So that's the, um, I don't know, that's the beauty behind all of our social media posts. <laughs> that's an amazing thing though, when somebody is, is, is starting a dream and you have these people around you that also buy into the dream and also help support it in ways that you probably didn't even anticipate when you began. Absolutely, yeah. We have been blessed beyond words by how many people who have really supported our vision Mm -hmm. 
I mean, when you tell people, you know, that you want to create a modern dental office, they don't really understand like the, I don't know, like, how do you say it? Like, they don't really understand the vision behind it. They just think dentistry is like an elective thing. It's just something you have to go to. And when we tell people like, we want to create a space where you want to go to the dentist, not everyone gets that. So we're very lucky to have people who do. I, I want to get to the fun announcement that you sent me last night. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk about some of the services that you're excited about that the dental bar will offer. So at the dental bar, we'll be, provide, we'll be providing all types of services, um, whether it's just fillings, crowns, basic cleanings. Uh, we do also, Dr. Doan and I love to um, do the surgery aspects of it too. So if you need a tooth out or an implant, uh, that's also something we specialize in. Root canals will also do. So pretty much almost everything you can think of a one-stop shop. Uh, the only things that we try to not do too much, just because we think there are better specialists out there for this type of work, is um, wisdom teeth that are all the way back there. Um, when it comes to doing those specific cases, there's just so many risks involved with the nerve, and we just want an expert oral surgeon to do that. Or um, gum grafts, things like that. You know, the periodontist can do that uh, very well, better than we can do that. So we will refer those out. And um, yeah. So yeah, pretty much um, anything you can think of, Dr. Wynn and I combined together, we have that experience. Um, Another thing I want to mention is that we are open a little bit later on Wednesdays. So we wanted to provide some evening hours for folks who can't get time off of work. Nice. And then we will allow... um, Saturday appointments by request. And so for people who can't take time off of work, we do want to accommodate them and just make the whole dental experience something um, that's accessible and easy for people. So last night I got an email from Dr. Doan about what's probably the most fun and innovative addition to a dental office uh, that I've ever heard of. Um, Dr. Wynn, you're going to have a speakeasy on the premises? (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Yep. Uh, We when we were uh, building out the dental uh, the dental bar, um, we decided to, we spoke with our architect and we decided, hey, how can we make a secret door to a secret lounge that no one knows about? And we, desi- we came up, uh, we built the plans out and um, decided to order a hidden bookshelf door that would nice. open into this uh, speakeasy bar and lounge. Yeah, we have been dying to tell everyone this because we have planned this since last November. So it's been half a year and it's just been one of our like passion projects that we're so excited to show everyone about. Uh, When you initially approached the architect, was the architect excited or were they like, oh, this is a headache now? Or what was the reaction? Oh, that's a great question. He actually loved it. So (laughs) our architect, um, so... In his building, his office, he actually has a basement that he goes to to smoke cigars and drink. Okay. And so this was, he loved this idea. Um, He's never done it before, obviously, for a dental office. He's also worked in restaurants. And so he knew how to build the plumbing and all the other aspects to the the bar itself. Um, And so I'm sure it took him a while to um, fabricate this because it was the first of its kind Mm -hmm. in a dental office. But yeah, he loved it. So where most offices struggle with getting people to stick to their appointments and come in, you're going to have the opposite problem. You're going to have people loitering at the dentist's <laughs> office because they just want to hang at the speakeasy. That is our goal. <laughs> we want people to come in and out. And we actually want to make the speakeasy like available 
for our patients, mm-hmm. even if they don't have appointments. Yeah. If they're just driving home from work, feel free to stop in, grab like a drink and just hang out, like decompress before you get home. What a cool, innovative concept. That is really exciting. And, and I saw the visual, you sent a, a video um, and some other assets last night. I mean, it is impressive. I, are you guys even gonna leave work or are you just gonna hang out there yourselves? <laughs> Yeah, we will be living there. We packed our bags. <laughs> uh, walk us through what an experience at the dental bar will be like for a new client. What will surprise and delight them? Yeah, so some of the things that we've touched on previously, I think when you walk to that dental, the dental bar, just how modern the feel is and how it smells being there, um, being greeted and being offered uh, a beverage right away. And then I think the most uh, eye-opening thing, because we've, we've had some people, friends and family, and also um, vendors come in to explore our office when they open that bookshelf door for the first time, they just get wowed. Yeah. Like, wow, I really want to try this out. Um, and so they they get to sit and relax for a bit, do any paperwork that they need to while they have a drink in their hand. Mm-hmm. And then once they're done, they'll get called back to their dental suite. Um, they'll sit, they'll put on their headphones and their TV show, and we just do the rest. Once we're done, you take off the headphones and boom, that's it. The speakeasy password is fluoride. <laughs> is it a full service bar? Is there going to be a bartender? Is it what? What? What is the dynamic there? Yeah, so we wanted um, to make it a self service bar. So right. basically, we'll have all the drinks available for you, ranging from coffee, water, tea, sparkling water sodas, healthy sodas with no sugar, by the way. Um, you know, ev- everything you can think of. I'm just kidding. There will be sugar there. <laughs> but um, coconut water. And we just have so many options available for them, a wide range of them. We also have so non-alcoholic spirits, yeah. so non-alcoholic rum, tequila, whiskey. So if you do want to get into the speakeasy vibe um, without getting, you know, Slurred, um, <laughs> because we'll do that when we numb you. <laughs> right. But um, we will have like mocktails that they can make on their own. And we want to make it like more of like a fun environment. So it is a self-service bar and um, we have all the options there for them. I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out here. It may not be the best idea, but, you know, a shot or two of tequila before you get uh, service done might <laughs> yeah. help ease any additional anxiety. Right. Maybe for... <laughs> That's something we're heavily considering. <laughs> At least for those who have severe anxiety. <laughs> All right, I want to tap into your expertise a little bit right here. If you could ingrain one healthy habit into everybody listening, the most vital thing they should be doing to ensure their teeth's health, what would it be? We can both, and I want to hear from both of you on this one. <laughs> the most vital thing that people should be doing right now. Okay, so to geek out for a little bit, yeah, um, I would say the most important habit that most people don't realize is actually going to be flossing. Yeah, I know that people think it's just like an elective thing, like I'll floss whenever I have time or whenever I have food stuck in my teeth, but really your gums are the foundation to your teeth. And gum disease can lead to, you know, like losing your teeth mm-hmm. and it's actually very, very important. And so if I have to lecture someone on dental health, um, I would say the number one thing is to floss every single day. Dr. Wynn, do you concur? <laughs> I do agree. <laughs> uh, I'll add one more thing too, and I think it's something that's very easy to do. I think flossing is a little more challenging because the hand-eye coordination, the manual technique. Um, 
I see a lot of my patients have a lot of staining on their teeth mm -hmm. or cavities and, and they ask, what's the best way to stop that from happening? And I always say, whether you're drinking red wine, a soda or coffee, tea, whatever it is, um, just rinsing your mouth with water afterwards. Yeah. You know, you take a sip and then just rinse it with water and you can swallow your water. And then that helps just wash away all the sugar or stains away from your teeth and then it makes it so much easier for your cleaning when it does come to. For anybody listening who doesn't love to floss or isn't good at it, I got a water pick a couple of years ago and it has been an absolute game changer. I get rave reviews from my dentist who I'll probably be switching soon to go to the dental bar, to be honest. Sorry, not sorry. But the, the water pick was absolutely, and they're, they're not paying me to endorse them, but <laughs> yeah, I really love that. affordable product. too. Yeah, you can yeah. find it. And one, one tip with the water pick, if it's your first time using it, uh, make sure to close your mouth when you do it. Oh. Otherwise it sprays all across the mirror. <laughs> Dr. Wynn, it's a whole, like you have to learn how to navigate yes. that balance between having your jaw open. There's enough and stuff. And get, yeah, it's a whole dance. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that, what is the dental trend or habit that makes you cringe? You know, people maybe think that it's healthy and it's not or it's just a tremendous waste of money oh yeah so what i've been seeing sorry what i've been seeing a lot lately on social media are the whitening products mm -hmm. so either like the purple toothpaste i'm not sure if you've seen that yeah. Dave, or even just like the take home um whitening with the light in the mouth mm -hmm. so what a lot of people don't realize is that light can actually like dehydrate your tooth a lot mm. it can actually heat it up and make it really really sensitive um and it's just a gimmick like it doesn't help with the whitening products at all mm. so it's just to like look cool make you believe that it's working but um i would say that's like one of the trending things right now and then two is the diy braces at home i don't know if you want to touch on that yeah yeah and i was going to touch on the um whitening too the there's a trendy charcoal toothpaste yeah. that's been going around. Um, and although it, it looks trendy and looks unique, like, oh, I've never tried this, let me try it. It's actually very abrasive and it wears away your enamel really fast. And then it causes even more sensitivity. And enamel is one part of your teeth that you can't, we can't build back a right. So, so it's, it's a very permanent process that we try to discourage from do going. Um, and it doesn't have fluoride, which, um, really strengthens your teeth. So uh, we, we also recommend fluoride in your toothpaste. Um, as far as the DIY braces, there are a few name brands out there that we try to discourage patients from using. And it's not to not to push them towards, you know, spending a lot of money at the dentist or anything, because we know DIY braces are more affordable. It's because there's no dental oversight or seeing yeah. the patients when they do that. It's one thing to move teeth to where they want to be, but it's another thing to ask, can you do that without right. damaging your teeth? Yeah. Your teeth are anchored by your bone, and if you don't have sufficient bone, then you're, you move that tooth that's going to loosen up and fall out, kind of like a nail on the wall. If you don't have enough drywall back there, you try to move that nail just a bit, it's going to fall out. And so, yeah, we, we try to be very wary of that. That seems like a really bad idea. There's some things you should do yourself. Yeah. Change your oil, change your air filter, maybe leave the braces to the experts. It <laughs> seems like that's a level of hubris that I don't want to. But the marketing, going to marketing, the marketing yeah. is really good and yeah. really clever and they make it look so easy. Um, and they have influencers endorsing it. Yeah. So 
I mean, if I didn't know about that, I would also be enticed by it as a consumer. Coming soon, a home LASIK kit. <laughs> Maybe late say that stuff for the experts. Um, they say if you're the smartest person in the room to find another room, and I have to say that's certainly not the case for me right now. Um, I'm surrounded by uh, dental and business brilliance. Congratulations on the dental bar. You got four days until it opens. Of course, when this this is put out, you guys will already be open, but mm -hmm. where are you at right now? What's the level of stress? What's the level of excitement? Super excited yeah. to say, yeah. Um, I think stress, maybe a three out of 10. Wow, that's good. We, we also, had, like I said, we had a great team constructing building it, but we also have a great team in the dental office right now. And so they've really lowered the pressure and, and eased things for us. Yeah, we have been um, getting ready for this moment and we have been training and just perfecting the dental bar experience for everyone. So I'm super excited to show everyone what we've been working on, how we're gonna shake up the dental experience, you know? So yeah, I feel pretty good, low stress. Otherwise I would have canceled on you, Dean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely wish you all the success. Congratulations and thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank, thank you, you for Dave. having us. Make sure you check out the Dental Bar at 24272 East Prospect Avenue in Aurora in the Southlands area. Learn more at thedentalbar.com and you definitely want to follow them on social media at the Dental Bar CEO. Thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast. Visit Aurora is the official destination marketing organization for the city of Aurora, Colorado and acts as the primary liaison between meeting planners and hotel partners. As Aurora's Convention and Visitors Bureau, Visit Aurora's mission is grounded in showcasing Aurora as a premier destination for meetings, business, and leisure travel. Visit Aurora represents more than 75-plus hotel properties with 13,500-plus guest rooms and more than 1 million square feet of meeting space, including Colorado's largest resort, Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center. As Colorado's third largest city, Aurora is located minutes away from Denver International Airport and showcases mountain views, meeting spaces and 250 plus international eateries that offer a unique experience for each and every visitor. As the gateway to the Rockies, Visit Aurora's role in the local community goes beyond marketing the city as a destination. The Visit Aurora team is here to assist you with your Colorado visit from facilitating your meeting, event, or convention to helping you discover local flavor and attractions. Go beyond the boardroom in Aurora, Colorado. For more, visit us at visitaurora.com.